On today's episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're taking a look at the world of long-haul trucking. A long-haul is any trip where the driver is sleeping overnight. Good thing they have a comfy sleeper cabin that provides all the benefits of a decent living room. We go into how these drivers are compensated, the training involved in becoming a driver, and how self-driving technology and electric trucks are trying to disrupt the industry. Finally, Michael and I draft our favorite road trip snacks that you can find in any gas station or truck stop. Hit us up on your CB radio and give us the honk signal as you pass us in the fast lane. Welcome to Tell Me What You Know. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tell Me What You Know. Today is Wednesday, August the 19th. This is episode 17 of season two. I'm going to get into a highly anticipated topic today. I can't wait. Before we do that, have you learned anything this week? I've learned that rattlesnakes climb trees. <laughs> uh, not a very upon that one. Yeah, not a very common thing for them to do. Yeah, but they are known to climb a tree. If they're, you know, trying to get away from a predator, or going after some eggs or a bird. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's a fantastic thing I learned. Uh, so basically, if you're walking around in the desert, you need to, you know, keep keep your eyes not only looking left, right, but maybe up. All those desert trees. <laughs> There are trees in the desert. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're from the desert. You wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, I hate snakes. Oh yeah, these are rattlesnakes too. Like, you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You don't want some rattlesnake to fall on your shoulders. Great. Oh, it's not gonna go to Arizona, I guess. Yeah, or New Mexico. <clears throat> well, there's rattlesnakes in the Texas. mountains here as well. Not just They're, the desert. That's correct. Yeah, the timber rattlers. Mm-hmm. Different different kinds. I found one when I was younger. My dad tried to put it in a McDonald's cup, and I like, what? What are you doing? Ooh, that's a rattlesnake. When I was young, uh, we had some clay pots with some flowers in them mm-hmm. around the pool, and rattlesnakes would curl themselves around the clay pots to warm up in the mornings. It's freaky. Did you just kill it? Uh, no. You leave it? Yeah. You just stay away. What? Is that your house? You might call some like pest control or something. They're gonna more are gonna come. I just get a shovel. And- the scariest are when they're in the water because they're really good in the water, like in a pool. Uh. Yeah, God, I hate snakes. Anyways, what did you learn? Well, this kind of goes along with our topic for today. Mm-hmm. But I learned that the navigation app Waze mm-hmm. is now offering uh, gas payments through their app. So you can just like, while you're pulling up to a gas station, you can just pay, go ahead and prepay for your gas. Hmm. Hop out, pump it, and go. They oh, say it's nice. contactless as like a plus for it, which, yes, but you still have to touch the pump. Yeah. That's still got to go into the car. And anybody that is like, oh, you don't touch the keypad that thousands of people have touched. It's like, well, everybody that's touched that keypad has also touched the pump. Yeah. I guess maybe you could put on a glove or, or yeah, use. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it just, it does save the, like the credit card swiping time and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I yeah. guess. And those, uh, you know. those computers are notoriously slow. I feel like. Yeah. Processing your card and everything. That is a funny thing to feel like, oh, I can't do this anymore with this paying at the system that yeah. I got to do it earlier. Like also you would need a passenger in the car to do it. Right. Legally, yes. Legally. You would. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think right now it's just Exxon, Shell, and Mobile gas stations, but I'm sure they'll expand that. Well, it, I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, no, it's great. Like, three ways, you just push a button and it launches the gas station app, which everybody has, I'm sure. Yeah. It's well, just another, I mean, I guess it's if you're already using Waze, it's easy to just kind of hit that. And I, I wonder if they give you a little discount, maybe like five or 10 cents a gallon kind of thing, because mm-hmm. they would route you to the gas station that you know, don't go to a BP gas station. Right. Go to the Exxon one or the mobile one, the, the ones you mentioned. Maybe. Um, anyways, that's yeah. an interesting little idea if you get a little discount. Yeah. 
Well, I'm sure they're going to roll it out to like all gas stations. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ones that they would have BP partners with partnerships with. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's get into today's topic. Long haul trucking, baby. long haul trucking. Um, tell me what you know about long haul trucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, which elements of this topic did you mostly focus on? I looked at, so I was like trying to figure out what the training required is. And basically you just need a commercial driver's license. Yeah. I did look that up and it's kind of expensive. Yeah. For school. Yeah. You need to go, you have to get a permit, I guess, but the permit just seems like another way for them to get money from you because you have to have it for two weeks only. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So you have to have a commercial, you know, driver's permit before you can get the driver's license and you have to have it for two weeks. It's like, well okay yeah what's two weeks it's like when i was in fourth grade and I had to get pre-braces before i got braces <laughs> <laughs> first we need to make sure that you can more money yeah i saw that the school and the training could cost like between three and seven thousand dollars depending on what class of trucking your license yeah. you're trying to get yeah and it seems like there's several different uh i guess baskets that that falls into as well mm, in terms yeah. of like which I, I don't know. It was all confusing to me. This is not my area of expertise. For well, sure. there seems to be a ton of different needs for this. Like, I mean, in terms of, well, let, let's go back to just like, what is long haul trucking mm. like versus some short haul. So I, I saw the definition of long haul trucking as just any driving job, any trucking job that requires you to spend the night away from home is they consider yeah long haul. You're not doing a day job. Yeah. Um, but a then, lot of times it's, weeks away depending yeah yeah how far you're taking it um so yeah a lot of guys aren't just going you know overnight and then coming home they're right out on the road for weeks or, or months um but i guess that's different than i guess all the other trucking that's out there like last mile trucking uh you know in a city maybe you're mm-hmm. just like taking something from a distribution center into the city right um but i did also see that trucks carry 73 percent of america's domestic freight Oh, see, the number I saw was 69.5%. 69.5%. Oh, well, it's very close. That is close. Um, maybe maybe my, one, mine was outdated. Maybe I don't know. Maybe mine Maybe mine is. But, I mean, that's just pretty impressive that that's carrying the, you know, sev- I'm nearly 70, called 70% yeah. of all the foods and services we have. Yeah, $9 billion really dollars in revenue, I think, being yeah. carried around. Yeah. Um, so, like, airplanes, sure. trains, and boats, like, they're not doing much. By comparison, comparison, for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and then the only other th- the other thing I saw on this is, is relates to regulations. Truckers, did you see truckers can only drive eleven hours a day in the United States? Yeah, I saw that. So yeah. it's like the max they can they yeah can drive, and, and then, then they have to take like ten hours off, and then they have then they go again. Right, ten hours off of driving. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think that what I saw is during that time they're you know they're. They might have like a 14-hour day where yeah. they're like doing paperwork, fueling up, yeah, maintenance, inspection, that kind of stuff. Well, so much of this topic I felt was just driven by the economics of it. Yeah. So like as we kind of talking about, you kind of mentioned before doing this, like the uh, if you ain't, what's the quote? The wheels ain't turning, you ain't earning. Yeah. <laughs> so you're only really making money if you're moving. Right. So if you're stuck in traffic, you're not making money for that. Right. Uh, but your car, your truck's still on, still burning, fuel still you know, slowly taking away value of the truck, depreciating, depreciating, you need more maintenance costs, all this stuff. So there's so much of this like big, um, you know, it's like a little, 
like a puzzle that you're solving because you maybe you'd want to like i'll sleep during the day maybe when traffic would suck i'll drive all night yeah i mean i I feel like it's uh i think that's like geographical for sure Mm -hmm. um I, I looked into some Quora posts from long haul truckers to uh-huh. see what the life's really like. And a lot of them are like, Oh, I'll never go. He's like, yeah, in the winter I try and stay South of I 70. Mm. Uh, and the Northwest is great in the summer, even if the fuel economy is a little bit worse because of all the mountains. That kind yeah, of stuff. He's yeah. like, I'll never go to Chicago. Traffic's terrible. Same with the Northeast Canadian trips. I've never once had a pleasant experience at the border. <laughs> Those guys do have no sense of humor. Yeah. Which, uh, I thought was pretty funny, but, um, well, yeah, and so like the the trucks running. If you're not moving, you're not making money, but you're still you know depreciating the your your tool, I guess. And so I guess that's when I was looking at the breakdown. You could be a company driver, right? So right. you drive for a company. They handle the freight. They own the truck. They own the truck. All that kind of yeah. stuff. So that's on them. Yep. So I guess then you're like, well, I'm getting paid just to deliver this thing. I don't care if I'm sitting in traffic. Although you do need to be on time, and I'm sure getting there quicker i guess i think you're still only making money per mile right like the time oh, i don't know i think i think in that it's just a smaller amount oh so it's like basically is because you're right the way i saw it was you've got your independent owner operators yeah. who own their own truck and then you've got your company guys right and right. the owner operator can fall into two from what i saw so owner operator where you lease to a company and in which in which case they're still in control of all that like your schedule and all that kind of stuff yeah or you are granted an authority by the DOT to where you can go out and find your own jobs and you need to like have a little experience as to which jobs are worth it and that kind of stuff, right? right? right. So I guess that's when this guy's like, yeah, well, I'd stay south of I-70. He can make his own schedule, basically. Yeah, yeah. And figure that, that whole thing out. When you're the owner-operator, though, all of the operating expenses fall onto you, but everything is tax-deductible. Right. Basically, everything you're Fuel, doing. Fuel, food, maintenance, inspections, anything is right. taxed like the, to the penny. Yeah. So this guy was like, yeah, no, this is back before. He's like, by the time I was finishing up, you know, there was uh, these these uh, accounting software programs that I didn't have time to learn. So I did everything with a calculator and a printer that I kept right there in the truck in the, in the truck cab with me. It's like I mailed all my receipts to my accountants, all this oh kind my God. of stuff. <laughs> it must just be, yeah, it's everything you would consume while you're out on the road, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. One thing I was, uh, look at the, apparently turnover is really tough. Turnover the industry, like driver turnover. Uh huh. Um, like they were expecting there to be a shortage of like 110,000 drivers by 2014. I think it was actually like 38,000. Um, but it's like a total revolving door of an industry. Yeah. I guess that's good for the companies because you're paying all these entry level wages Mm -hmm. as opposed to having more experienced drivers. But eventually, I mean, there's a shortage of drivers. I bet a lot of people are looking at it like, well, with the elect or self-driving cars and all that kind of stuff, like, is this even an industry I want to be in? I looked at that a little bit. Yeah. Um, What'd you find out? Well, I'm 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 not surprised necessarily that there's a lot of turnover. I think, I think that there is maybe a alluring quality to this job that it doesn't seem like it'd be that bad. Maybe kind of interesting. And then I think you get out there and you do it and it's boring as hell and, yeah, maybe not as glamorous. I mean, truck driving, I would not put in the glamorous bucket. No, but I think in terms of like jobs, you could have. I mean, I'm just thinking about myself. Like, I don't think that'd be. I mean, it'd be kind of fun. You're kind of out there, like you. You're kind of the captain of your own ship in a way. You're driving. You're just making. Anyways, I don't think. Yeah, it'd you be can that like bad. you can romance it up. You for can sure in your it, own head for sure. I think it would. 
oh, suck. It would be really hard, and your it would break down your body in ways that you didn't really even realize. And, start and it would smoking. Be tough. It'd be tough. You'd be taking gas you're, station supplements. We'll get to the snacks later, but you're not eating well. <laughs> you're not exercising. You're not exercising. Well, I mean, I guess you could, but you have to find your own time for it. You get off an eleven hour shift. You have. Do you really want to go do burpees or go run? Probably not. Or do you want to hang out in the? lot yeah and also you're just a sedentary lifestyle just like yeah, sitting there behind time. the wheel and and also you're stressed out right getting mad at other drivers and like mom and pops on their like sounds like a you problem. weekend vacation <laughs> i'm just saying that would get stressful and also you're driving a stressful yeah big rig truck you can't just like wiggle out of problems you gotta right. like you don't want to hit anybody anyways um but back to kind of this what you're saying about the turnover um I definitely saw that there were much cheaper rates for rookie drivers. Mm-hmm. So I do think it would like be in the best interest of the company to have like, some of these rookie drivers around, even right. though there'll probably be some times where like you need like a experienced truck driver and they make a lot more money. Make it down the New Jersey turnpike without murdering a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Or like not knowing that you shouldn't drive under that underpass because you're going to hit the top of it. I mean, some of that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're on a road you don't know that well, and you just come up on this thing and you can't see what the height yeah. limit is. But that's really that would be a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Um, but yeah, so let's I talk about a little bit of the autonomous driving aspect of this. Uh-huh. I do think there is going to be a decrease in demand for truck drivers, but I used to think that it would be like, oh, by the minute. Autonomous truck driving comes, there goes the, I, I think, I didn't actually look at this up for it, but I think it was like 3 million truck drivers in the United States, three and a half million or something like that, um, which is actually kind of a lot. Um, those, all those jobs are going away. And I don't know if I necessarily believe that. The way I, I was kind of told it will work is that you'll have an autonomous driving car, truck, mm-hmm. and then a person, a truck driver will be in that truck. Like a, like a train conductor? Sort of like a train conductor. Actually, very ex- exactly like a train conductor. And then that person would be there. But then you have other trucks that fall into a convoy behind that truck uh, that don't have a person. Okay, there. yeah. So he's like the... So he's exactly like a train conductor. Yeah. And so they convoy uh-huh. all the way. So like you've got one guy. So the other trucks, they're basically like, just follow this truck. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a simple, simpler uh, computer problem to solve. You're not like worried about pedestrians and stuff. He's like, I'll just follow this one truck and you're out on like the highway. Not much is coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you just got the main truck driver there to come like to take over in case of like there was a problem. So now all of a sudden you've got one truck driver doing the job of maybe, I don't know, five five truck drivers. And then well, like maybe, I mean, I I didn't, did no research on this, but you get into a city or something and you, maybe you pick up five more and they hop in and actually drive the truck. The rest maybe of the way they do that. Like that. Maybe there's some distribution center where they like unload and put in smaller trucks and send out something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it, the other thing that will, that what will happen there is that the cost of shipping something cross country via truck will go way down. So maybe that just means that by opening up the, the, uh, the supply side, more people will ship stuff yeah. for cheaper. I don't know. Um, like I did see something like if if you, if uh, say you also introduce the electric car, the electric truck, the electric truck takes your per mile cost from 40 cents per mile with diesel down to 20 cents per mile with an electric truck like a Tesla. Uh-huh. Um, and it would basically drop. Cyber truck. Uh, yeah, cyber truck. <laughs> It basically drops your, if you were going to ship something from via truck from New York to LA down to about 
five hundred and something bucks yeah. versus what it's now like three grand or something. Cost wise. Huh. Okay. So, you know, maybe it's not as bad to like move stuff and like more people will do it. And therefore the demand for drug drivers will still stay up like nearly the same, but maybe decrease not as much as the way I thought. It was like all oh, three and a half million jobs are gone. Yeah. I feel like people ship stuff as much as they want right now. I mean, maybe I'm not looking at it from the, like the lens of like a small business or something. Who has right. these costs that are, yeah. that actually do. Does matter yeah. in some way. Um, I don't know. I just think there's probably some innovations here that might change that. Mm-hmm. And it might not be such a killer as, as we thought. Also, you kind of got to be like, you probably get paid a lot more that by being that one person in the convoy driving for like five trucks. So maybe that one person gets paid a lot more versus five guys being kind of paid a shitty salary. Yeah, I think I what, know. so like the the entry level I saw was like 51 grand, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, at least this is, I was, this is for one specific company. Mm-hmm. Um, and that their top 20% earned a median of like 75 or something like that. Yeah. With their highest earners maybe hitting 100,000 a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was seeing it kind of broken down based upon how much they get paid per mile. Um, and like, yeah, the, the rookie guys get paid like between... 25 and 30 cents a mile right so their highest the higher performers, ones go like 40 45 percent or 45 cents and 50 cents a mile okay so they're getting paid more per mile and they're probably doing more miles i would guess as well uh probably doing more miles yeah, yeah. and yeah they could they could make like a good decent salary um so yeah i mean like i saw that most drivers cover between two and three thousand miles a week so that cover that's about if you just go off of the 28 cents to 40 cents that's like somewhere between 800 dollars and $1,350 a week. Yeah. That's just for the company guys, the company drivers. Right. Uh, the owner operators get reimbursed a different rate uh, to, to cover the cost of the fuel, maintenance, and all that stuff. Um, which I was seeing, you know, I was just doing some like napkin math. And it's like, if diesel gas right now is $2.42 a gallon, and I guess when it gets up to about $3 a gallon, that's when truck drivers start like watching it. Um, but trucks carry around like 142, they have like 150 gallon tanks and you're only supposed to fill it 95% of the way. Why? I think it expands and you're, uh, you're not okay. supposed to, I didn't go into all the different details of it, but it just says like, if you fill, you don't get 150 gallons, you get about 95% of it. That's so like, it stops like, at like uh, it's like your iPhone. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. 256 gigabyte iPhone. You turn it on immediately. You have like 180 gigabytes. Yeah. yeah not the software, the, the initial software. Yeah, you got to have that. You gotta have the music app. You gotta have guitar. I need GarageBand. <laughs> GarageBand. Guitar Hero. Um, uh, so that's 142 and a half gallons in each full tank, uh-huh. and they get six miles per gallon. Okay. Uh, so to fill up a tank, uh, sorry, you know, do this one first. To fill up a tank, that's about 345 bucks. 142 and a half gallons times yeah. two dollars and forty-two cents. And then your average six miles per per gallon fuel efficiency gives you a range of about 850 miles. So you're driving, you know, pretty far yeah. to make some money. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and yeah, the other expenses you would have, I looked at like maintenance, the fuel taxes, permits, tolls, tires, Any insurance, fines. and then coffee, food. Yeah, and then as well, like yeah. uh, if you get, you know, you're doing your little DOT stop or whatever, mm-hmm. little weight check, what is it called? Uh, uh, weigh areas, yeah. whatever. Which they also do DOT so, checks and Highway Patrol do DOT checks and they mm-hmm. always find something wrong. So yep. This guy was like, I probably spent more on maintenance for on my truck, but I paid a lot less in fines than everybody else. Huh. 
So that's like a way that they can, that people can squeeze out some more profit, I guess. Yeah, he's like, I would do the the morning, like run through. I would check every single tiny thing. It's like if you get pulled over, not pulled over, but if you go to a truck stop mm-hmm. where you do like a way station, they're like, you they're don't have do a DOT check. They're gonna find something. Yeah, it's like no, yeah. I did it this morning. You don't have your reflector badges something. on. Or you don't, yeah, yeah, right. Um, your mud flaps is your, your your truck nuts are hanging too low. Right the back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, so you brought up the way stations. Mm. I thought way stations were for like almost to hold the truckers accountable that their stuff's not just getting stolen, mm-hmm. which I thought does kind of make sense. But but it's actually it's just a DOT thing. You have to stay under a certain weight limit in each state for the roads. Yeah, right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then I thought maybe it's like, oh, well, they'll check like, oh, you're hauling DVD players. It should weigh this much. Right, right. That's what I thought. Right. But actually you're over by... 15 kilos right so what's what else is on here 15 kilos of the columbia yeah. bam bam <laughs> that's what i thought right it's like oh uh, no it was actually dominic toretto came okay, and <laughs> you gotta yeah whatever we take we need to put something back of yeah. equal weight exactly um but i did also hear that there's a lot more technology in way stations now and uh-huh. they don't do them as much because of the new technology because ne- i've never seen a way station in use really every time i see it, it's like way station closed yeah it's, i've always, always seen them closed, closed. I don't think anything happens there. I've, I've passed by a few where trucks are lined up to get yeah. through. I guess I guess maybe in my time. Yeah. They always have the empty cop car outside of it. Yeah, well. oh, always slowing down for that cop car. <laughs> um, but they have they actually have infrared cameras uh, that look at brakes. Yeah, and so if like there's I guess an average temperature. Uh huh. For the so basically, if you're too low, that just means your brakes aren't working. If you're too hot, it might mean they're like working too much or something. So they can help you spot things that could create bigger problems down the road. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting how they're using technology. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to touch on. It's obviously, I guess I knew beforehand that it was probably a dangerous job just because one, you're like driving these giant vehicles to for really long distances. So you're probably tired. Yeah. Uh, and there's just so many working parts of these things that anything could go wrong if you're not like super aware of, of, your truck and everything, but yeah. I didn't realize that it, truck drivers account for 12% of the highest, uh, 12% of uh, all work-related deaths. Oh, wow. And it's the highest total number. So, I, I didn't get that number, but it was the highest total number of work-related deaths. So it's basically like the most dangerous job in America. Uh, total number of deaths-wise, total not no- percentage-wise. Got it. There's yeah. just a lot of truck drivers? I guess so. More so than like shark feeders. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> like, well, like the, the more crab so, fishermen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lobster yeah. fishermen or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you're five times more likely to die on the job than the average worker being a truck driver. I don't think you get hazard pay. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, and then I also looked at, uh, the, so like rest stop murders. Yeah. Did you oh, see that? I didn't look at this because it scares me. Well, have you seen the movie I don't know Joyride? What it, with, yeah, I love Joyride. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name now. <laughs> Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah. I want to say Ryan <laughs> Philippi. <laughs> Paul Walker. Um, but yeah, so in 2009, the FBI released uh, the results of a five-year investigation on unsolved murders of prostitutes, hitchhikers, and, and uh, uh, stranded motorists on the mm-hmm. highway. I didn't see really many conclusions from what they released, but they definitely speculated a lot that a lot of the victims were killed by long-haul truck drivers. And they were like, well, you know, speculation because they have easy access. They're always on the move. Uh, there's a total lack of supervision, all this kind of stuff. Which if I was a long haul truck driver, I'd be pissed. 
but you're just speculating that I'm murdering, like me yeah. and my people are murdering folks out here. Yeah. The guy, Todd Spencer is the executive VP of owner operator, independent drivers association said truckers are just absolutely outraged that various media sources or the FBI would draw the conclusion that truckers are overrepresented in the ranks of serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it, it goes to the, 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 some people are scared of the demographic of the, of the truck driver. Yeah. An old white guy. That'll stop at rest stops. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. many reasons. Just, well, it's just an old man. Like, there's going to be a murderer there. I'm Totally. But I think it, it is scary just to think that it is just such a transitory place that you could get murdered, put in the back of a truck, driven away, and like nobody would ever find you Yeah, again. apparently they found tons of bodies on a stretch of I-40 in Oklahoma. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's freaky, man. Yeah. And also, so I did a little research into the like into, into truck stops, uh-huh. and there are some like nice truck stops. So... Because every, because all these guys are on the road all the time, they have a, like some truck stops have a lot of other services that I didn't really realize. Oh yeah, but some of them have dentists. Oh, dentists, I didn't know that. Like like full on like banks. Okay. Um, different places where you can go, where you just like wouldn't be able to just go at like your normal gas station truck yeah. stop kind kind of thing. When I was driving back up here from North Carolina a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, yeah, uh, I had to stop and get gas, and I stopped at like one of those. Mm-hmm. truck stops and so i was inside using the bathroom and you hear like driver three four six your shower is you are now showering yep. the, that whole thing so, yeah and there's obviously there's a subway mcdonald's attached to it and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff this one i saw had a excuse me has a uh, movie theater in it like so it has a lot of other got things. time for that i know well i mean some guys just yeah show up some of them have like nice food like i'm sure that there's like an underground food community of truck drivers that are like so? oh yeah like you, you ever had the sandwich over at well it's funny off of i-40 it's funny you say that i wanted to read the over off i-40 that little highway <laughs> that runs from san diego to wilmington north carolina <laughs> uh this the guy that i was reading one of the guys i was reading about on quora i just wanted to read this little paragraph it's short but he's like first of all i just love the way he talks about his job you could tell he really liked it uh-huh. and like it was just very like He's glamorizing. He's it. the truck driver. I don't even yeah. glamorizing. I think because he, he wasn't trying to be like it's amazing. He's like it is what you make it. Like right. I met. He's like my wife rode with me on the road for six months, and like I I prefer to be alone because one, I just do, and two, <laughs> he was like when you're with a you know you're a team the team of two you're supposed to rest while the other person's driving. He's like I never actually felt like I got rest in a moving car that kind of thing. So mm. he's like I'd rather be by myself. So yeah, mm. but my wife she rode with me for six months, and at the end of that I figured. She's either as crazy as I am or we're actually a good match. And 13 years later, here we are, blah, blah, blah. So it was, just, it was like a very like feel-good story from this yeah. guy. But this paragraph I loved. He was like, uh, after a while, you learn where all the truck stops are. And even now when we're traveling, I can remember exit numbers to many of the places I stopped in. I love the buffet at the Petro, the Flying Jays, although the hook, as we called the Flying Jay, got bought by Pilot and they ruined them. Just like every other large truck stop they bought out. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome yeah this guy also said in the very next paragraph he said we were talking about putting mileage on the truck he put 650,000 miles on his truck in three years wow that's crazy yeah so that's that's like a little over 200,000 miles a year yeah that's insane yeah and he said uh so there's no way this is the same guy who had it like inspected all the time and did his own thing he said when he had it inspected at 850,000 miles it looked like an engine that was had half those miles on it all that kind of stuff i would imagine that means he's driving all the time, like as much as he could. Yeah, I didn't maybe look at outside from, of the eight-hour sleep or whatever. From a breakdown, yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I did see. Just going back to the economics of it, real quick, that Amazon is trying to kind of flex their muscle mm. in terms of like the 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 pay scale. 
and they want to move away from the the, the mileage the to a day rate mm-hmm. and they've they've released they want to pay drivers you've got solo one which is like one day you get 600 800 for each work day yeah solo two would be overnight trips with a 10-hour rest in between you earn 1360 dollars to 1750 dollars and then they've got a team scale and in that they can make seven or ten thousand dollars just based upon like you know one person stops one person gets in so there's like no stopping yeah um i did find that interesting how like the 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 demand of the the jobs can also dictate some of this so like as if you the more jobs you get the more you can like flex your muscle to force people to change the way they do business Mm -hmm. versus like if you're just like moving or something you're just one person call them up tell them tell me how much it costs right you know yeah uh i'm trying to think if i had anything else I didn't. You did not. <laughs> I, I mean, other than my it. snacks. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that in a second. I, I did see like there's maybe like a lot of amphetamine use while on the road, which isn't that mm. surprising, I guess, right? You got to yeah. stay awake somehow. Uh, I mean, not safe, but definitely not surprising. I yeah. Think. No dose or some meth. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> some coffee, Adderall. Yeah, just Adderall off the dashboard. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into it then. So for th- this week's draft call this draft i don't know yeah tell me what you pick (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be rating picking our top five road trip snacks gas station snacks we've pulled over we're in the gas station what do you get and it's not a specific gas station but you could say specific things right (laughs) you potentially okay yeah 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 you could say specific things okay all right, I think I get to go first. You right? get to go first. You went first last time, or I guess Scott did, but, but anyway, I then went after. I'm taking the the greatest of all time, beef jerky. Damn it! So number one, of course. Well, which flavor are you going with? What? Not, you no, know. I know. I'm, you're taking it all. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm follow up question. Uh, I like the teriyaki sometimes, yeah. or like if there's a some kind of spicy one, like a cracked yeah, black yeah, pepper yeah. Mm-hmm. jerky. I would like ones in like truck stops that have maybe a local. Oh uh, yeah. One, they, if, if I'll get out of here, jerky Jack Links, like you're too too big now. No more, no no Alberto. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, but like, if there's something there that's like you can tell, is some guy come mm-hmm. came in here was like, I'm selling beef jerky. Yeah, I'll get that. Yeah, I want beef jerky. Um, I'm gonna go with a random one. Okay, or it's not a random For one. Number I just, one, I, I, you're I taking early. It's not. It's I just I haven't. I don't want you to get these. Uh, okay. All right. Um. But I don't. I haven't had them in man. I don't. I can't even remember the last time I had these. It kind of makes me want to walk over to Seven Eleven right now. Okay. Corn nuts. I don't even know what a corn nut is. Oh, it's delicious. What it's is just, it? It's. I don't know. It's like a. It's like a cooked, dried out piece of corn that's flavored, and it has like a hard, crunchy flavor um, texture to it. You can have your corn nuts. Oh, dude, they're delicious. Don't eat it. That's on your greatest of all time list. Right, hold on. It's, oh, it, they're like little. Uh, yeah, they're like little. They're, they're literally just little. Like corn. South American things. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, I like those, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't want you to have my corn nuts, man. Yeah, was, they're not on my list. All right, go ahead. Take pick your. Oh, second. oh yeah, I'm snake drafting. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Frito flavor twists. Okay. I love these things. Like the honey barbecue things? Yeah, they're delicious. Those are good. They're addicting as hell. Those are good, yeah. God, you haven't taken... I got a huge list now. I'm going to have to leave something off. This is going to be hard. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, 
Yeah, I'm just gonna take it. The the greatest candy bar of all time, Snickers. Snickers, yeah, yeah. it's on my list. You gotta go with the Snickers. Gives you energy. I had it on my list. It's like a meal replacement. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it really. Yeah. Uh, and I would prefer them cold. Like if I could throw it in the freezer or something for 20 minutes. Yeah. Or if you the, ice, the Snickers ice cream bars. Oh, those are good too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number three, I will take. Uh, I'm going with the classic, the the hot dog off the roller. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't have that on mine. They're too so weird. Good. They're so good. Do, do you think there's better truck stops that you've had them in? 7-Elevens are good. 7-Elevens are good? 7-Eleven has good food. Hmm. <laughs> you ever had their pizza? No. Neither have I. But their food's good. Yeah. I've had a lot of their stuff before. So I'll go, yeah, I'll go with the roller hot dog. That's a good one. I'm always intrigued by them. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, oh, it looks good. But then I th- start thinking about it. How long has that hot dog been there? Can't think about gas. Just got to dive in. Um, my pick? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Gushers. <laughs> I'm gonna go a little sweet. I All love right. gushers. I yeah, I think they're good. Do they still make them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they make gushers. All right. Um, and then this is my fourth pick. Yes. You got one more. Yeah. Uh, my fourth pick. <laughs> oh god. I'm gonna go with Chex Mix. Chex Mix. Uh, bold or party flavored? Bold or party flavored? Yep. Okay. What is party flavor? I don't know. Party, like party mix? Yeah, it's like a party mix for some reason. I think maybe the party mix, they might throw in some like M&Ms or something. Yeah. Some chocolate in there. Yeah. Anyways, checks mix. This this last one was hard for me, and I have so many more on the list. I would probably just... You can't... Oh, wait. This, we're on a five, right? So I have two. You got two. And you have one more. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Uh, hmm. I will take... Uh, the donuts. Typically, Ooh. Krispy Kreme donuts. Ooh, they got a Krispy Kreme or a Dunkin'. I will usually get the donut. You mean like um, you know, the little like the, the little cabinet that has that, like not yes. the mini donuts, like yes. the ones that are like the quote unquote fresh yeah, yeah, yeah. donuts. You're not talking about like the rest stop that has multiple things, and maybe they'd have a donut place. I mean, maybe they would. No, no, no. I mean, like, like yeah, within like a Seven right, Eleven right, right. or something, they'll have a donut cabinet. Cabinet, yeah, yeah. Do you get the holes or like the the yeah, the donut holes, or do you get the? It's like, a bit. I usually go typical. based off of uh, which one looks best. Mm, looks more fresh. Yeah. Do you have a flavor? Like just glazed. Well, if I'm going to Krispy Kreme, the classic glazed. Yeah. With the hot sign on, you Ooh. can't miss. Yeah. It doesn't miss. No, it's no, no. too good. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I do like a uh, like a chocolate cake donut. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'll even go for the Hostess roll of the mini donuts sometimes, but yeah. I won't take that one because that's not the same. So if you wanted that one, you could have it. No, I was gonna throw Twinkie on here, but well, honey, you still you still could. I know. Uh, my last pick. This one was tough because I don't know which of these little debbies are my favorite, but I think the one I would probably get most is the oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna go with for my last pick: the oatmeal cream pie. All right. And I just realized I didn't put a single beverage on there, which might be a mistake. I'm gonna be thirsty after all this. Yeah, I had coffee on here as like a throwback in case you had taken all these. Mm-hmm. Um, such a dull gas station coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of dull. Uh, not even sure if you can really get these there, but I'm sure there's a truck stop where you can get a fruit by the foot. <laughs> so you just basically what you said. What was in my snack cabinet growing up that I miss? Yeah, that's what I would get. <laughs> I think you probably get fruit by the foot. I know you yeah. can get those giant rice crispy treats. Yeah, those are good. Those those can be good. Sometimes those give me a headache. Oh. I really like you know when you get a fruit by the foot, you just like throw it. Yeah, and throw I it and unra- uh, unra- unravel it, and then you just like let it hang out of your mouth while you eat it the whole way. Up. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. What else, what did you have anything else on your list that you didn't get to? I had red vines on my few. list. Was it like Twizzlers? Yeah, the Twizzlers, but red vines are a better Twizzler. 
God. Twizzlers aren't very good. In and Out Burger is better than Five Guys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had uh, peanut M and M's. Mm. Honey, the honey buns. The honey buns. You never had honey buns before? It's basically just like a glazed oh. piece of cake. Oh, it's, it's, like it's a, kind of like a, uh, uh, kind of like a pinwheel, but it's yeah. But what's the what was the the cinnamon the cinnamon swirl kind of thing? Yeah, but it's uh, it's called a honey bun. Yeah. The hmm. peach gummy rings. I've never had those. Those are awesome. And then I just I did have it's just a giant fountain coke, like the sixty four ounce fountain it's coke. A huge, huge drink. Where you got to pee like halfway through it. Yeah. You got to stop again. Get some more red vines. Mm-hmm. Do you like um, the slushy machine thing that they have? I used to. Yeah. I used to. Was it like red and blue? <laughs> yeah. So we had uh, slush puppies. Oh. You ever have those? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, it might be a North Carolina thing. Oh, I did recently see like a slushy alcoholic drink at places. You can get like, mm. instead of like Froze. maybe a margarita. Yeah, like a frozen drink thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. But, well. That, that wraps up our top five. I think I won that one. I don't know. All right. Well, I think I got some good You do have jerky. Yeah. That was the number one. Kind of, you have more well-rounded. I'm basically just And it's the sugar. only one on there that's like not horrible for you. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> you just have some dried meat. Excellent. Yeah. I did just eat lunch, so maybe I'll try some corn nuts some other time. But oh, you got to try corn nuts. I, I was like, I'm gonna get corn nuts like, later. I've had them at like a Peruvian restaurant before. It's like a little yeah. appetizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, they're really solid, and definitely the the different types of flavors you can get. Mm-hmm. I, I think either the ranch or any spicy one. Yeah, are, are really good. Barbecue. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. They're good. This was the best of all time. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> favorite gas station snacks. Surprised none of us did. Uh, you're like a sunflower seeds guy, right? Yes, but not in a car. It's too much. Uh, I also like just, just dip. I dip now. Yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I'm but yeah, I would I would have thought quitting. you would have just you know maybe had a little cup and you could you know get the same yeah repetitive. Honestly, it'd probably be a good replacement. Yeah, a lot healthier. I, I, that's why I thought a lot of like baseball players and stuff just switch over to seeds. I went the opposite way. Oh. See, it's to see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's more the uh, the path. There's all these uh, not to get off topic, but there's all these like non like no tobacco dip substitutes mm. out there now. Mm. I need to try some of those. Yeah. I've had one that's not very good. Yeah, I won't name its name. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of other ones that I need to need yeah. to hop on. Yeah. See how it goes. Anyway, that's gonna be it for this week. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Join us next week where our topic is world's strongest man. Yeah, baby. Competitions and just the whole area of that in general. We'll be talking about carrying pieces of Africa. Yeah, that's right. Big big hunks of rock. Chunks of Africa. Log lifting, pulling buses. Yeah. Maybe pulling long haul trucks. Maybe. Have a great weekend, guys. See you next week. See ya. See ya.